0: Bruce Willis was dead the whole time There were two killers Luke, that's your daddy The robot did it Snake was a good guy He really wasn't cheating They was in purgatory the whole time What? Everybody dies Verbal Kent is of so safe They killed
1: old Yala
0: Oh my God Everybody in this Tyler Perry movie got Spoiled Movie Reviews. Hi, welcome to another episode of Spoiled Movie Reviews on the Blackout Tips Premium Podcast Network. I am your host, Rod, joined as always by my co host, Karen. And we are here to talk about a movie you've never seen and don't ever plan on seeing, uh, or you saw and you don't care about us spoiling, or you just don't care that we're spoiling the movie. And today's movie is bumblebee um the uh at this point like sixth uh transformers related film mm-hmm. um, but um the the first one not directed by michael bay and um uh, and a, a spin-off and it's a prequel um all right so before we get into this there's no trailers and we got no comments since the last time we've done a review because we've been doing so many back to back um but we will still break down the movie um let's go ahead and talk about what we liked and then we'll talk about what we didn't like and then we'll rate it zero to five. Oh, i almost forgot uh we did see some new trailers but not in the theater uh we saw the Tra- captain marvel trailer the second one what'd you think about that
1: it was good i will it's marvel so everybody know i'm in
0: yeah that was an easy one um and then we saw the trailer the first trailer for avengers 4 mm-hmm. uh part 2 end game, yep. Endgame, game avengers in game we
1: finally got the name because they was like we're not telling you shit
0: what'd you think about that trailer
1: oh they could have showed like i said before they could have showed me just the a floating on the screen for 60 seconds <laughs> and they got my money so i'm in
0: i agree um all right now let's get into this movie review of bumblebee um let's see bumblebee is um a prequel to the other transformers films uh the description on imdb on the run in the year 1987 uh bumblebee finds refuge in a junkyard in a small californian beach town charlie on the cusp of turning 18 and trying to find their place in the world discovers Bumblebee, Battle Scarred, and Broken and uh, Transformer hijinks ensue Uh, let's talk about what we liked about the movie Karen Uh, give me something you liked
1: we talked about it, it's something that you kind of mentioned so I'm going to kind of steal it, I'm not going to lie it was short, it was really short and straight to the point we went in there for 3 hours
0: yeah and by short, I mean short for a Transformers film It's an hour and 53 minutes Mm -hmm. um which has got to be the shortest of the transformers franchises um so and then we saw it with no previews so that helps it takes 30 minutes off the film right right um there's a scene after the credits but it's like not even after the credits it's like actually a scene after the like what seems to be the last scene of the film where it's like bumblebee and then they have like two scenes after it, and it's right before the credits start rolling mm-hmm. the credits do a little bit of like cartoon animation for about two or three minutes as it shows like which characters were which and then that's it like we stayed to the end to make sure that y'all didn't have to
1: right and it was no when i tell you nothing else we stayed to paramount was like uh is y'all niggas gonna leave we was like okay
0: uh so something i loved about this film guys we got cybertron
1: yes and it was a beautiful
0: cybertron for real though like not the bullshit cybertron that we've gotten in the past now we didn't stay there for for a long time it was the probably opening five to six minutes cinematic uh like origin of bumblebee but i mean we got optimus prime kicking ass we get all the uh decepticons attacking and prime making short work of them the autobots leaving the planet like the actual real origin story we got that and not the michael bay way which is i really wonder if this movie is just gonna like be a launching point to be like fuck the michael bay universe because it really was not like the michael bay shit at all like it's almost like it never happened and some of it may even be in direct conflict i can't remember exactly if uh they showed them getting off the planet the first time i know they showed sentinel prime getting his ship blown up and crashing on the moon Mm -hmm. but i don't know about the rest so
1: to the the best of my knowledge of what i can remember no right never seen them come to the but we
0: get Soundwave. i mean we get um rumble and um like it's it was just so fucking dope they had the original voices from the cartoon cast not just everybody bumblebee's voice like we got to hear bumblebee finally fucking talk in his franchise a a decision that michael bay made to to mute this 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 bumblebee in the first uh movie and it's just haunted the series ever since he never got his voice back and all this stuff um until i think the fifth one maybe but like to see him like talk and be bumblebee so fucking good to see the designs of the transformers be g1 like they look more like the cartoons version of the transformers optimus prime looks like he turns into a fucking truck and not like a bunch of shiny jagged metal parts that kind of can make a truck but like these smooth Designs these smooth round curves these fuller like body plates and stuff um it w- it just looked so much better the dimensions of bumblebee being like uh, the smallest one and therefore the most relatable to like a kid and to a human and to that stuff the little details matter you could tell travis knight who directed this film has a history in animation because everything flowed and made physical sense in the battles but also it just made sense like the size and scope of things it was Mm -hmm. like bumblebee fighting these bigger transformers made sense um you know the fact that he was this badass like warrior and we get to see him how he takes down decepticons in the beginning of the film like, you know, you can make an argument that uh, essentially Transformers is Bumblebee as the impossible white man uh, franchise in these movies. And yeah, to see him like do his thing finally, and to see Cybertron finally, uh, oh my God, I, I've been waiting for that my whole life. Uh, what else did you like Karen?
1: To piggyback on Bumblebee, Bumblebee,
0: mm-hmm.
1: the just Bumblebee the character. Um, Bumblebee's literally stole the show. And it was funny. Um, it was bright and colorful. It, it, it had this quote unquote gritty parts, but not too gritty. Um, and I love the fact that they, they showed us Bumblebee as, as, as somebody, me, myself, as who have not read the comic books, have not read the video games. I, I, um, you don't
0: read video games, you're playing. I mean, play,
1: have, not played video, have not played the video game like mm-hmm. you have. Haven't read the comic books. I just seen, like, the original Transformers movie with you, uh, uh, like, this year. So, for me, my knowledge on Transformers is somewhat limited other than just the movies, you know. So, for me, it was wonderful to see Bumblebee be a fucking badass. See him fuck people up and uh um kind of Bumblebee slash another thing i love the fucking robot fights oh my god them shits made sense they wasn't all where you couldn't Mm -hmm. see like he made it where the shit made sense they actually moved like it was actually a choreographed fight
0: it honestly made me mad at all the michael bay ones Mm -hmm. um because michael bay and um uh his production company and maybe it's industrial light magic whatever whoever did it they made the fight so that we would have to pay for IMAX 3D to understand the action of what's happening cuz it was happening so fast. It was basically like spinning tops almost in some of these scenes with the occasional slow motion and then that roar sound of a slow motion and then back to ching 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 over and over and you know, lots of gray, very little color, very little use of the environment to fight each other. Um, it just made no sense. And, and sometimes just too many robots fighting at the same time. And in this movie, when you break it down to Bumblebee fighting a lot of one-on-one or Optimus Prime taking down six, seven Decepticons at a time, um, like you end up with a completely different feel for the action um and they still had lots of cool like flipping like point blank like shots in the fucking chest and the head of these robots like
1: one dude got fucking split in half
0: yo one guy split that coming one guy split in half another one got his head like decapitated when bumblebee like jumped on him at the beginning and landed on his head and his head popped off there was another one where um bumblebee had a chain Mm. wrapped around a dude and then pulled the chain and broke him apart and exploded him like These were brutal robot fights, but in a way, we've never seen Michael Bay able to pull off.
1: And when you talk about environment, they literally used the environment where Bumblebee would pick up shit and fuck people up in trash cans and, like, they would actually use the objects around them to tumble on. Like, it was literally like, they was like, hey, we're fighting, and it's me and you. And the thing is, with Bumblebee being so small, he his tactics had to be completely different than the larger ones, too. And I like the fact that they, like you said, the size mattered, but I like the fact that Bumblebee was like, hey, I am in this group, but I'm still a fucking badass. Just just me being small, just not limiting me fucking you up.
0: Yeah, the, um, you know, and then I guess this movie's just kind of hard to spoil because there's really nothing. Since it's a prequel, you know Bumblebee ends up okay. Right. You know that girl's not in any of those movies, mm-hmm. so she does give him away at the end. Right. It's almost like Bumblebee is a pet to her to mm-hmm. a certain extent. Mm-hmm um and i love the the way the story gets to that point because you know if you've been following the transformers movies to fit into michael bay's universe bumblebee was kind of dumbed down
1: Mm -hmm. he
0: couldn't talk when we meet him um he's kind of silly he doesn't really understand humans he's the most he of all the warrior robots he's the most relatable one because he's kind of comic relief and kind of like half pet half half robot half friend you know like that and we see him get to that point because he lands on earth as still a badass warrior like he's still got a heart of gold like he just out here killing humans and shit but he lands on earth on some like like mission type shit and that first fight he has uh where he ends up losing his voice box and stuff he ends up getting his memory reset and so since his memory fails that reduces him to almost a childlike state where he's communicating he can understand english and shit but he's communicating uh through body language and that's kind of how the movie you know depending on how you like these things but that's how the movie kind of reduces him quote unquote to a pet to like a dog to like a small child um and you know all the stuff that happens with that is to me what kind of gives the film heart yes uh because um one of the things uh that i really actually liked about this film was the heart it just had a lot of heart like um Haley Stanfield as Charlie Watson being a teen who lost her father to a heart attack who's feeling ostracized from her own family because they've been able to move on but she was so close she's still mourning her father despite the fact her mom's been remarried and her brother seems to like you know Ron the new uh stepfather and shit and so she uh, is struggling, you know, she, and it's all this eighties music, eighties stuff that, that's like really relatable, but she's struggling. And then Bumblebee and gives her closure in the loss of her father, which is a pretty, you know, compelling storyline that I feel like we never, ever got with Michael Bay. Like it was either comic relief, like type fart jokes or look up, you know, or let's look up somebody's asshole or something. It was never like, Sam Whitwicky needs this because he's trying to prove blank or whatever. It, and if he was trying to prove something, it was like, prove that I'm a man, prove that I can get a job. And they just never jived with that. But this kind of coming of age story and this like closure to the loss of a, fi- a loved one and moving on with life, um, that I could relate to. And I thought that was so beautiful, uh, the way Haley uh, Steinfeld played that.
1: To piggyback on the Haley thing, Mm -hmm. I like the fact that she was a teenager shot as a teenager. I like the fact that uh, nothing was forced on her. She had autonomy over her body. Mm -hmm. You know, as far as like it was like a black dude who kind of liked her, but she was in a total relationship. You know, she kissed him on the cheek. Cool, he hold her hand. She was like, "We not there yet." Right. So I really like the fact that she wasn't just some object for him, you know what I mean, for the camera to like you said, put shot up to ass. And on top of that, she because she was into like um mechanic work and did a lot of shit with her dad, I like the fact that they didn't I'm not trying to find out, they didn't dress her in like short shorts up her ass, you know, and shit like that. They kinda dress her like a normal ass teenager would dress. Um and that characters around her dress uh but they dress like the 80s you know what i'm saying yeah. like but it wasn't like your main character was actually
0: and even with like the that. other girls like let's just talk like michael bay films girls specifically not even just women girls uh and by girls i mean what the plot demands not i mean these right. women could be 30 in real life but right. the plot is you're 13 15 16 right. you're
1: playing a teenager and
0: he does a lot of like you know mark Wahlberg's 14 15 16 year old daughter who's a supermodel hot Type daughter who has a boyfriend and then he takes on a patriarchal role of trying to keep this boy from having sex with his daughter in the movie and michael bay relates to those type of like stereotypical machismo patriarchal structures in his artwork uh all the time you know and so you know and he's done it in, in in a lot of movies i think he did bad boys too if i'm not mistaken and that was a big scene was will smith and martin lawrence being like you coming over to see to take this daughter girl to the prom you know so like that's a big thing for him and but on but the part that's that's even creepier is while he's doing that he's doing stuff like introducing you to characters from uh the ground up with a shot of like her in short shorts and all the way up her legs and then to her butt and her belly button or you know it's um the i can't remember her name but the girl with the two the uh who was the girl in the first transformers film and she just she tried to be somebody and it just didn't work out yes i know you are talking about <laughs> she
1: played yes i don't not remember she playing that jonah hex movie didn't yeah you? she oh. thought she
0: was gonna be like a bigger star than she was i'm not laughing at her for Mm-mm. that but it just didn't work out. I'll, I'll figure it out in a second. I know y'all in podcast land. Are,
1: probably hard, um, hard, yeah, probably like, I know who it is.
0: Y'all know I suffer from white women look alike itis Uh, so, so please bear with me. Okay, guys. I- i'm sorry to do this to you uh megan fox that's who so megan fox like we get she's like supposed to be kind of like the age of sam whitwicky who's like a high school seniorish age right and it's you know her leaning over a car hood and sweating and like looking at her cleavage and stuff like that that i think for the most part with michael bay and just the way he got rid of her in real life kind of reeks of you know his own ego and like toxic masculinity shit so to see a film like this in this same universe um because even i we even said it with the review for the last night um which had that little girl in it and we were like just the way he films a little girl and her interactions with little boys there's like a sexual undertone that just didn't need to be there right like at that age those kids wouldn't be thinking about all that Mm -mm. but that's just kind of what you know a lot of these dudes uh, hollywood types i think fantasize about or think that movies need so anyway all that to say it was refreshing to just be like uh she's a girl it's not let's put her in some tight ass shorts let's have her lean up under this car let's have you know the guy who wanted to holler at her was a nerdy awkward guy right who was nice like an actual nice guy not the Mm-mm. you know you always dating the a nice
1: thug guy to yeah right. like
0: when she had the the scene where she, the guy that she obviously thought was super hot and like was 80s cool like dived into the water and was like come with me um the nerd dude didn't start hating and it turned into like a rom-com where it's like no pick the good guy who's your friend that you overlooked don't go with the hot guy you know like the 80s movies they didn't do that
1: Mm -mm. like
0: it just it never like it never was really sexual between her and the other dude it never got sexual between her and the nerd dude Mm -mm. who was a black dude but it never was like a weird like standoffish like ew type of thing it was just kind of like no i'm not this is not what i'm looking for right now
1: right and they even had moments where they were close, but it was never a sexual tension it was almost it was very teenager awkwardness mm-hmm. you know because they was kind of in bumblebee and bumblebee had to crush yourself and he caused them to fold into each other and they just kind of looked off like okay what am i supposed to do here that's the shit teenagers do
0: right so yeah i i thought she was great and her storyline was great mm-hmm.
1: um Cause uh, the, and, and and i'm not gonna get off topic. they gave her depth and her fucking story mattered yeah along a lot of times michael bay his shit didn't matter mm-hmm. like you go okay into the movie you go well do i really care about these characters do i really have a connection to them do i care what happens to them no i don't actually right. and truth be told um and uh i was piggybacking on your um mm-hmm. review of the teenager also i want to piggyback on the fact that the people people i think that it was they played the role but they played less of a role and mm-hmm. it was more about the robots and i appreciate them for that uh and so the actually acting not that it was great it was better because we didn't get so much of the people and had it was almost like michael bay was like here's the people the robots are in the background it was like no no the is about the robots the people are in the background and i appreciate that
0: yeah i well you know uh in all fairness i felt like it was like 50 50 this time but in the past it's always felt like 25 75 right and that's where that extra 30 45 minutes comes in with michael bay movies the difference i think in this movie then you could feel it there's no like we need to sell you an army commercial real quick so let's have the army guys skydive into the city and we'll have some cool camera angles and then they'll like use wind suits to like go through downtown chicago before ultimately landing on top of a building running inside and then the transformers fight and then we watch the the military guys just run around but but they're not actually having an impact on the battlefield because you humans can't destroy a big ass robot it never made sense to have so much of the movie centered around them so that was missing in this movie and that but you're right it makes it feel like oh there's the human story is not that big a part the human story was her and bumblebee and her missing her father and her family drama it was in the movie all over the place um and it was front and center it was a main part of the story added a lot of heart but it didn't feel superfluous like the way that those military scenes always feel in the other movies where like instead of having um actual heart and gravitas in those scenes what michael bay does is he puts comedy in those scenes he goes and gets a comedian and we watch the comedian at work act weird and then we act you know every scene has to be like fart joke humor funny or you know hey you see the tatas on that girl <laughs> hey that's my daughter you're talking about man you know they like always had to do something like that and they just took that shit out there is no like i don't think we even have a comedian in this movie nope
1: and there's comic relief at all and you don't need it like i think that was his stick was the get a comedian and the last one uh, nothing against him he wasn't funny
0: yeah tj miller wasn't funny um i mean it's been a while since one. some the only one that was funny and that was really bernie mac right uh kim uh, ken jong i think is his name the one uh who was in the hangover he wasn't funny wasn't didn't one of them have the dude
1: from blackish or
0: no yeah anthony anderson that's the first one okay that's the only ones that were funny anthony right. Anderson and bernie Mac. other
1: than that yeah they have not been funny
0: so um but you were but you're right they took that stuff out uh so another positive for me they kind of combined it john cena was the fun kind of funny but also the military person right and that combination of kind of funny military guy was enough they didn't need to add a bunch of extra characters no comedians you know the way we get introduced to john cena the way that he ends up you know kind of becoming the Person that hunts down transformers and shit we spend just enough time to get the archetype without having us to to do the heavy lifting of like seeing 12 scenes of him being like we're gonna get these goddamn transformers you know like we don't we like it's just over and and then there's like a scene where it, it came off funny to me because ultimately this is a kid's movie the plot is for children so there's a moment where uh, I think, uh, the guy who played Colonel Taylor on, uh, Different World is in there.
1: Yes, he is. As,
0: as, as, as General something. And so, he's like, uh, but there's this is a moment where he says to uh, uh, sir, you can't really be trusting them. Their names are the Decepticons.
1: <laughs> yes! And I started falling out laughing.
0: Everybody was laughing. There's a couple big laughs in this movie, but that one killed me because I was like, exactly he was like don't don't you hear in their names like (laughs) why would anyone think they were the good guys they are literally called the decepticons yeah uh, Uh, not comics
1: decepticons yes yeah
0: so yeah general whalen was glenn turman's character but yeah uh i i enjoyed john cena a lot i thought he was very funny but also like the good intense military guy Yes. Um, and even when he gets the shit slapped out on by bumblebee and right before he gets slapped he goes oh shit like he was good i get it wrestling fans go ahead karen
1: (laughs) i think for me also uh, something else that i did like about it i just like it was just shot better i think the overall shooting of it like i was saying before you did you didn't feel like big robots was hazing past you so much color the color of the robots popped um i think that uh It was more attention to put like this. You brought up a good point that they wouldn't fortify robot fights happening in the background. And because of that, you can actually shoot better. And even the fights where Bumblebee was fighting and she was running in front of them. A, it made sense. When before, a lot of the times, I think that they did that because they go, ooh, we just got to show you this but it made sense they you know for for her to be in front of them running to like she yeah, had a they, purpose. they made
0: it make sense in a way that they michael bay never did he just needed the shot right and he was just like you know like even to the point where it would just be like like um at some point shia labeouf or or uh mark Wahlberg just running somewhere like it wasn't a thing until they got there and they would come up with a reason at the end of the run to be like oh he got this big gun he's gonna try to help optimus prime but they didn't like do the thing where they like he sees this gun from across the way and goes let me go and in this case she saw that um satellite power unit thing and was like okay i need to get up this tower and figure it out to help him and yeah it made sense she had to run across and the way that the kineticness of the fight was and taking them on top of her without all the action and her running like it just made sense and it didn't make it seem like she was running because she was gonna like get involved in this fight somehow she knew she couldn't
1: right and it made sense too because she was initially hiding they ended up blowing up where she was. So she ended up being out in the open, which caused her to sit. So I, I like, like it logistically, you go, okay, this makes sense. And then the shots, not trying funny this, it was actually shot better. It was like, because you could actually see the shit happening just to see them fighting behind her and the debris falling and her running. It was just beautifully shot. Mm. Like I said, this right here has to be one of the better shot. Actually one of in my opinion, the best shot uh, Transformers movies as far... Ever. Right, as far as the action, the scenery, the colors pop. It wasn't... Because it would be sometimes where shit would be dark in, in some of um, Michael Bay's movie probably because they didn't want to pay the extra money for lighting, you know what I mean, whatever, or the hide shit. You know, sometimes people use dark dark colors so they can hide shit. It was like it was bright where it needed to be bright, dark where it needed to be dark, funny where it need to be funny because we talking about com- comedic shit. Bumblebee was actually a lot of the comic relief too. Right. And so to me uh because of the way they
0: shot it 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 was just to me it was just beautiful yeah the cop even the cop car chase was a funny car chase where you know there's humor and that's just bumblebee and them being funny like you don't need comedians like do something funny with the robots that's what people want to see um yeah yeah. okay
1: I'm, i'm sorry even uh before you go on even with the decepticons when they came they like fucked the human up and made him pop like a bubble that shit was fucking hilarious
0: right right like they had a couple and no scenes were so short compared to the when they're just trying to draw humor out of a stone like they were just like if you don't like the humor in this scene it'll be over in three minutes two minutes at tops like as opposed to before it was like i gotta watch kim jong in this office three times before we get to the point of what he's doing like it was just so ridiculous so um um Yeah. Speaking of which, like, uh, here's a scene with John Cena.
1: Get out and move away from the vehicle.
0: Stay cool. Be. What's going on? Hey! Come on! Come on! Stop it!
1: Now take it down. Run! No, don't run.
0: Do not run. She ran. Like like it was just a little stuff like that where John Cena was actually he has really good comedic timing. Um speaking of when you said um the Decepticons, that's another thing I liked. Um Dropkick and uh Shatter. Angela Bassett played Shatter. Okay. Um and Justin Thoreau played Dropkick um i love the comedy because they're so they're decepticons and we've all seen the fucking cartoons like decepticons are mean and fucked up and they actually are fun these, these two are funny in their evilness right so right here's the scene where they get introduced to the people of earth
1: people of earth we are Decepticon peacekeepers patrolling the galaxy. What are you doing? This
0: is humiliating. We believe a dangerous criminal from our world is hiding somewhere on yours. There's a war raging on our planet. If B-127 isn't found, that war may find its way here. And um, one of the things I like is the difference in decepticons and and, and autobots right like the decepticons stand tall when talking to humans and they only get down to get in your face and intimidate you and tower over you and in this case since they were using subterfuge they like said to you know to the to the humans like got on one knee and were like we need your help we're peacekeepers and just at the rose character's like what 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 are you doing what's what's, what's happening here? why are we this is humiliating she, she
1: was like she look at him like come on play long. we need them
0: right he's like let's just shoot the shit up okay fuck it <laughs> you know and then like and they're and they play a role in the in the movie because like they basically invent the internet right you know uh, like they uh they create like a tracking system to find uh, other autobots and and transformers and shit like they like they play an integral part in the in the fiction of this universe and yet they're you know it makes sense that we wouldn't know about them later on in the series as well so um but yeah I, i really enjoyed both of them as bad guys anything else
1: Yes, uh, I like the fact that it was shot in the 80s, and it felt so 80s. Yes. From the hair products, to the clothes, to the car, to, like...
0: The tapes and the records. Right,
1: the music. The
0: real, the real. Right,
1: right, it was just fucking the VHS tapes. Right, I heard
0: rock and roll shirts.
1: Yes, the hair, like it really felt 80s and there's like a
0: whole 80s subplot that's just like honestly this is a movie that as much as i love that bumblebee's in it obviously that's why i came to see it there's an entire movie they could have made without bumblebee involved at all just about this girl losing her father right going through
1: high school the
0: 80s mean girl she has to deal with her job at the corn dog uh right uh hut you know balls
1: and she and the dude was like uh yeah we ran out of hot dog sticks can you steal them from the other place she was like
0: from the banana frozen banana stand
1: frozen banana stand she was like why can't we do that without stick he was like we can't do that then right behind him it says like hot dog with a stick yeah <laughs> he was like no that, that that's the whole name hot dog with a stick no.
0: so yeah it's just little stuff like that um You know and the mean girl that they end up getting back uh who essentially like it bullies her and brings up her dead father which i feel like that only happens uh, in movies like by by people that just have no fucking business like i feel like maybe like if it was a family member or some mean like abusive but like a bully or something but like this girl literally was just like oh what's this car it's a piece of crap maybe you can get your father to buy you a new one oh he's dead i'm like who does that and doesn't expect to get slapped upside the motherfucking face
1: right you know what i i really thought that we was gonna see her whoop her
0: ass i thought bumblebee was gonna open the door and like knock her ass down <laughs> pop in her face right like i that that shit was so like a it just felt so 80s like even her little brother in the karate uh uniform
1: yes he felt so 80s like it
0: just was it was such a like cute you know it's like they watched stranger things and said, let's do that but with transformers
1: and what was fucking hilarious i didn't even realize this until the father said hey maybe we should have got seatbelts i was like oh shit nobody got seatbelts oh
0: they had like leeko vision yeah uh like it was just so 80s man you're right i love that picking that time period and plus it goes back to when transformers were cool and on the scene and when a lot of us got introduced to them and this should have been the first movie man this just should have been correct
1: the very first one we seen
0: it's kind of sad because you know they didn't have um this type of thinking when they created this transformers universe because you know marvel hadn't done their thing yet and now in hindsight it's like we should have just done the marvel version and started from the ground up and i wish they would do it now with this but i don't think they will
1: i hope they reboot and i and you don't even have to reboot when you just come back which i don't think they would do it depends on what they do if they make another one you can basically pick up and have time funny have the teenager girl be an adult and cross be again. If it's nothing but a short scene, just to link it, mm-hmm. and just keep it trucking into whatever the fuck we doing now.
0: You know, and I, I mean, I, yeah, I'm not even trying to get into how they could do it. Just I just don't think they will because Michael Bay is still involved, still, still uh, Spielberg is still involved. You know, they probably value those first movies and would not do it. But I have to give them credit; they called this and they were right like they said they wanted to do this movie and everybody said no and everybody said who wants that why the fuck would it wasn't make it won't make any sense it won't add into your universe and the movie was good and deserved it more than any of the other transformer sequels they've made this 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 is amazing
1: and that's too funny most people's points were valid all that bullshit you gave in the last movie fucking flop people go why the fuck would anybody want that so so people's opinion I think were actually really really valid because what had you done to prove us to be trustworthy of you actually making a good fucking movie
0: right um let's see anything else that I liked uh um oh yeah the family you know that family dynamic was cool um and fun you know the like they got some good solid actors there um you know they were uh uh i think i know pamela yeah i know pamela adlin from uh louis um so i recognized her right away um and she plays a good mom in this joint um so uh yeah i, I really enjoyed the family and they were in there just enough like it wasn't enough before we like i felt like the wit wiki shit got overplayed overhyped too much the mom was like a fucking it's like they made the mom so stupid. It's like,' how are you alive? How do you just not choke on food?
1: Yeah, they used it as a form of comic relief,
0: yeah, it's like I ate weed brownies, like they got you know that kind of stupid shit and in this one, like they actually felt like real people, you know, um, and you could kind of sense the angst and the problems, and you have to be stupid to be in these movies because your kid has a secret robot in the fucking garage, so like it's not like they're gonna normally write you to be the smartest fucking egg in the batch but it it may like they weren't just like so fucking stupid you know right um like the comic relief between like her chasing down bumblebee and bumblebee waving at her from his trunk right and stuff like that it it just fit the film in a way that i thought um you know uh the other films never got
1: and to piggyback on that i just (coughs) love it and it's almost similar to basically it's the same thing kind of but just relationships i like the relationships between everybody particularly her relationship with bumblebee i think their relationship was precious uh like you said because he was almost like a childlike state it was like they were quote unquote growing up together um and i really enjoyed the relationship you know because they they use bumblebee to bring out why you know she would be frowning and sad and everybody was like what the fuck is wrong with you we're all happy and you're sad and she was like Y'all have moved on. It don't mean I've moved on. You know, I really like the fact that they actually got her to open up. And like I said, a lot of that goes into the heart, which actually make the relationships fucking matter. All jokes aside, the, uh, with the past Transformers, it was just, Bumblebee, 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 Bumblebee. Just, just, you know, it's like, okay, yeah, you got that, but you didn't get it to the point where it was like, okay, and I think you got it, but be- you got, them yelling bumblebee more because you have a lot of pointless scenes which required them to scream at bumblebee so he would run and just do something versus here when she said it it fucking made sense it had a purpose and it wasn't just her just yelling
0: right so um anything you did not like or is that or did you have anything else to add for things you did like I'm sorry that's it okay um uh, yeah was it and also it just looked great I forgot to mention just it looks fucking great uh is there anything you didn't like Mm
1: -mm. uh
0: so i there was nothing i really felt like i didn't like um maybe um like to a certain extent i could understand there's gonna be some people that feel like a way about um uh like it's still kind of at its core kids movie and and i don't mean like a kid's kids movie i mean it's pg-13 they say shit twice i believe but um it's not like the most complicated plot in the world no Um, you don't
1: get that from a transformers movie you
0: know there's a lot of silly shit that happens uh throughout all this um stuff that's happening in this universe um you know very a lot of coincidental like oh this (laughs) bumblebee just happened to land on earth in the same place that the military is doing a training exercise and john cena the guy who goes on to become the fucking transformer hunter just happened to be the one to see him you know shit like that that i could get people being like you know this is kind of ridiculous but uh i enjoyed all that stuff for the most part and i think if you've enjoyed any of the other films you have to be kind of forgiven on that if you haven't enjoyed them. This is not yeah, nearly yeah. as much a stretch as the things that happen in the other films. There is like the thing I really hated that they did in the other films was try to make Sam Witwicky and his family into some type of like legacy family that had always helped the Transformers throughout time, and it's his destiny to be the guy who helps Transformers and shit. I I really hated that they did that. You know, it's such it was such an unneeded stretch to this to the story. You know, and so um we'll see where they go from here but um this wasn't bad at all you know Um, it wasn't bad at
1: all like you're not gonna get like the transformers new transformer comics where you know everything's on cybertron like i doubt you will ever get a type of movie like that because for some reason i would love to see something like that but you know and they would feel like human being if human beings wouldn't end it they were like nobody would go watch it i don't think so but 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 that's just me i think people would actually love uh transformers movie all on Cybertron. but you know they would just be too scared to attempt something yeah but you know
0: this is a blueprint because they don't actually show how optimus gets off they don't show where he goes they don't show how he gets to earth in this movie and they end with like optimus there and shit so i'm i don't know that we need a whole movie on cybertron i just think we can do like these flashbacks and forward to cybertron we can even have them return to cybertron at some point right like we don't have to do a thing where there's no humans in this movie and it's all cgi you can do some stuff on earth and some stuff up there now you kind of made it so that this place has a fiction of its own in these movies now that they never even gave a fuck about before it was always just like and how does that get us to earth that everything about Cybertron was and how does that affect Earth we're not gonna spend any time with the politics there with the characters there with the differentiate between which which uh, Decepticons are which and what this revolution and this war is about none of that stuff so um, yeah I, I really think they they found something here and I r- really wonder what the next move is cause Travis Knight clearly has a reverence for the Transformers that michael bay and them never had Mm -mm. and maybe we can get uh some more i would love to revisit his mind in this world and if we never get that i'd also be fine with this being the last transformer movie i ever see because it's the the only it's, it's so good they're not going to um get better than this
1: true and like i said i doubt they would do this but if they i would actually do another prequel connected to bumblebee just call it prime Right and just tell what happens how he got off and just end with him meeting up with bumblebee
0: right yeah i'd love to see that too you know
1: i i now i will go and 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 travis knight if he if he's directing it i'm in
0: yep so um yeah that's zero to five i guess that's our last thing we have to say
1: oh it is a five and it's one of those things where with transformers you're either in or you're too many of them have been out for for people to be him and hard. either you're gonna watch it or you're, you're not gonna watch it And if you have actually uh enjoyed a halfway enjoyed the transfers movie out of all of them this is actually the best one that i've seen
0: yeah uh this movie is worth every fucking penny mm-hmm. um go see this shit five out of five for me um best trans actually no i would say four out of five for me but still the best transformers film they've ever done and i feel like retroactively i would lower the scores of all the other ones because that's how fucking uh disappointing they are once you once you see it done right it's the same thing that happened to me after i saw i played the video game fall of cybertron and i was like why didn't they just make a transformer movie out of this like, we didn't even need all this shit on Earth and the Wit Wikis and Bernie Mac and Anthony Anderson. That's cool. That's cute. But we didn't need it. And so then you get this, and it's like, okay, just do this, and I'm good. So, yeah, that's, that's my, that's, that's my review of it. Good. Um, give me a, four, oh man. Actually, you know what? Five out of five. Give it a five out of five, because I'll definitely own this on Blu ray. I'll definitely rewatch it. Mm-hmm. Um, they really put in the effort and the time this is the height of what transformers could have been and could be going forward so Mm -hmm. all right guys thank you so much for listening to our review we'll talk to you guys soon until then peace peace